You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1126. If you're going to sell a property to a retail buyer, because that's what we do typically in an ovation deal, is that we don't sell to cash buyers, we sell to retail buyers, because retail buyers are going to pay more for the property than a cash offer ever would. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. This is Todd Toback, and welcome to the show. So today's episode is about a big, fat, juicy innovation deal that we did inside our business. And I'm going to give you all the tips so that you can do it in your business. I don't care if you've got no experience in real estate or if you're a wholesaler and you want to learn how to do the special type of innovations that we do in our business, today's episode is for you. Before I jump in today's show, I want to give a couple shout outs. The first is to someone who made a great post in one of my favorite Facebook groups, and that is Chris Oliver. And Chris Oliver said that he's got a closing for $40,000. It's an assignment on a deal that he's going to close this Wednesday, locked it up under contract a couple of weeks ago. But Chris, awesome job, awesome deal, $40,000 in your pocket. That is awesome. And if you want to connect with me in one of my favorite Facebook groups, go to wholesalingincgroup.com, wholesalingincgroup.com. Get in there, say hi, at Todd Toback with me, and I would love to connect and give me a thumbs up. Also, today's episode is all about novations. So today's show, uh, today's uh, case study, again, this just happened. We're going through this deal right now. Lady called off a direct mail piece and says, hey, we want to sell our property. We're motivated and we have it on the market right now for 60 days. We have it listed with our agent, and it's not moving. Now, if you've listened to me for any period of time, I typically, and the word typically, there are no absolutes, and if you're a Star Wars fan, only Siths speak in absolutes. (laughs) I typically don't like to do deals with listed properties on the MLS. Now, why is that? The reason why is that sellers, when they have a property listed on the MLS, they're expecting the price that they have it listed for, okay? And you would think, that if they are motivated and willing to take less, that they would lower that price. But that's not the case here. The seller had this property listed for about $100,000 above what it should sell for on the open market. But the seller says, I'm motivated, come meet with me. I'm ready to do a deal. I know I'm gonna take a haircut, just come over. All right, so we send somebody over the house. They sat there, they listened to the story and this seller needed help, right? They're moving out of the area, out of state. They're moving into assisted living. They really, really wanna go and see their grandkids and this property is just sitting. And we also come to find out that the listing agent is also a family member, but doesn't really wanna be involved in it anymore. Wasn't gonna collect a, a real estate commission. So we didn't make any assumptions there, right? We didn't make an assumption that the seller was locked into some kind of contract with a realtor, right? We asked the right questions, we listened, we probed, but basically found out the seller could get out of the contract with the agent at any time. So long story short, we get to the property, it's in really, really, really good condition, right? It's got a pool in the back, the pool's actually still blue. You know, kitchen's like 1998, 1999, you know, and so it's kind of outdated, but not really totally livable. Clean, grass is cut, and you know, the only problem with it is that, you know, it's slightly dated and it's $100,000 overpriced. So long story short, we looked at the property and we said, okay, what can we pay for it? Well, one of the things that you'll know about a novation deal 
if you're going to sell a property to a retail buyer, because that's what we do typically in an innovation deal, is that we don't sell the cash buyers, we sell to retail buyers because retail buyers are going to pay more for the property than a cash offer ever would. Okay. And so we said, hey, you know what? What could we pay for this? And so uh, initially we looked at the seller and we offered them, I think it was like 180 for the property because the, one of my markets, it's really, really changing fast. <laughs> and she's like, oh no, there's no way I could take that. Right. Cause we think it would sell for 350 on the open market, but we offered 180 and she said no. But I'll tell you what, I would take 275. Right. And we, you know, we tried to negotiate lower and she wouldn't come down from 275. So long story short, we have this little calculator that I use to train my team and we can put the, basically the comparable sale, the most similar comparable sale in the calculator. So we put that in there and what we do is we basically say, okay, how can we take this comparable sale and have it sell fast? So basically the calculator takes 10% off of that and then factors in the closing cost and commissions because we're going to list it on the MLS and there's going to be brokers and closing costs involved in there. And it says, Todd, hey, you know what? You can pay right around that 265 to 275 mark. So that's what we did. We locked the property for 265, 275. The numbers are too tight to take down. I really would have liked to be in that 170 to 180. I actually would have bought it and just stick it right back on the multiple listing service or try to wholesale it. But the cash buyers really weren't biting. But I knew for a retail buyer, this was good. So we locked it up for 250. We stuck it on the MLS right at, I think it was $340,000. Okay. So if you you run those numbers, right, you know, it looks like we're going to make 40 or $50,000. So let me tell you about the actual, you know, what happened actually in real life. So we put the property on the market and we had a lot of activity, but the market's slowing down. I'm glad I didn't take this thing down actually, because we got two offers, only two. Now, six months ago, this house actually would have sold for $425,000, right? So now we have it in the market at 350. By the way, the seller sees that we put it on the market, right? We anchored her, we educated her. We told her that we're gonna be marketing this thing because of the market. We offered her 180 and we said, hey, because we're gonna pay you more, know that we're going to be marketing it with our own real estate agents. Okay. And by the way, typically, typically, novations don't work all that well with properties that are already listed. Okay. This is an outlier <laughs> and I gave you the reasons why. All right. Long story short, we have an offer for 350 and the buyer, uh, we have the original seller sign the contract with the new buyer, right? We are actually going to connect them. They sign the paperwork. What happens? Our first buyer backs out. Oh, Stab in the heart, okay? Well, sometimes that's gonna happen, right? Buyers are gonna back out and that sucks. But, okay, if you're a rhino and you're gonna charge and you're not gonna let temporary setbacks hold you back, you're gonna keep going. And so what do we do? Well, we went to the backup buyer who their offer was $340,000. They were very serious, agreed to their inspections in five days, put their earnest money in right away. And now we're on contract and should be closing that deal in about, cross your fingers, about 26 days. And now we're going to make $40,000 on that deal. What I love about this deal was that we actually tried to sell this to our cash buyer list, right? We couldn't do it. We actually tried to buy it for a price that I was comfortable with in this market that we could have bought it and resold it, right? Couldn't do it. So then we gave a price that we knew that we could do innovation on. Because the condition of the property, right? Property's in good condition, right? But nobody else is doing this. Our competition's walking away. And because of our ability to pivot, right? Think outside the box, to get uncomfortable, to have uncomfortable conversations with a seller, right? Seller agrees to the deal. 
They see the properties on the multiple listing service, right? And we could pay the price that we needed to pay to make this profitable. And it was very, very simple that we could pay right around uh, $275, okay? Reminder, by the way, if uh, you want to hook up with me in that Facebook group, go to wholesalinginggroup.com. Hit me up at Todd Toback, and I would love to connect with you. Let me know about an episode that you'd like to hear, a problem, challenge, deal, high five, whatever it is, reach out, and I would love to answer your question, love to interact with you, and I will talk to you on the next episode. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.